Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 219 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be talking all things Sober Girl Summer. You know it. The sun's out, the weather is warmer, the patios are open. What do we do to maintain our sobriety in the summer season? This is what we're digging into today. I'm going to answer your most asked questions during my Ask Me Anythings on Mondays and Fridays, and we are going to give you the tools, the tips, everything you need to have a badass sober girl summer. Let's go. All right, my sober girls, whether it's your first sober girl summer or your 15th sober girl summer or somewhere in between, we all could use a few tips and tricks to get through the summer season. Now, first of all, let's level, right? Let's just go into this with a level playing field and super honest with each other. It's going to be different. This summer is going to be different. It's going to be different from all of your other summers because you are not going to be drinking. And that means you're going to be acting different. You're going to be feeling different. And you're definitely going to be doing some different things. And that is all okay. And in these changes and in these different behaviors and different maybe findings or different um realizations or a different perspective, which you are definitely going to have, a different perspective is key, Um, you're going to feel some really strong bouts of just being plain uncomfortable, for lack of better words. It's going to feel really foreign. So let's not sugarcoat it. Let's just get it out of the way. Let's just rip the Band-Aid right off, right (laughs) on the beginning it's going to be different. It's going to feel different and it's going to feel kind of weird. 
unnatural, uncomfortable, and uh, not like yourself. And that, my girl, is completely natural. This is normal. With any change, with anything that you do in your life, we are going to feel senses of just not ourselves. We are going to have some ups and downs and it's just going to feel different. You are not doing anything wrong. Don't compare yourself to anyone else's journey. Please, please, please do not compare yourself to anyone else's journey. This is key because you really don't know what they're going through and they don't know what you're going through. And maybe you don't even know what you're going through, right? Like we've been numbing our feelings for so long. We've been avoiding them for so long that sometimes it's hard for us to even identify and then articulate what we're even feeling, like what is going on inside of us. And that is okay. This will take time. This will take building that self-awareness. This will take, you know, just learning about yourself. This is not going to happen overnight. Let's just get that right out of the way. So let's kind of take down our expectations and just focus on learning learning about ourselves, learning about our relationship with alcohol and what we can do to make ourselves feel our, not feel our best. I don't want to say that, but allow ourselves to just feel the good, the bad, the ugly and not judge it. Not being worried if it's like right, if it's wrong, if it's taking too long. That's always a big one, right? Like we kind of expect ourselves just to like, bounce back or like, oh, it's been two weeks, like I should be fine. No, sometimes it takes two months. Sometimes it takes two years. I don't know. We all have different journeys. We are all on different paths and that is okay. Whatever you are feeling, whatever you are going through, maybe you don't even know what you're going through. It is okay. You are not going to, this is not going to be forever. I want you to keep that in mind. This is not going to be forever. Things are constantly changing. You are constantly changing. You are growing. You are expanding. And that is okay. Everything's great. Or it will be. (laughs) So let's get into the most asked questions. So I think you'll notice a common theme around these questions. um, And just a little context. Um, of where these questions are coming from. Every Monday and Friday, I throw up on my Instagram stories, ask me anything. So there is a little text box that you can pop in your question. And if you would like to give me more context, or maybe your text doesn't fit in to the little text box that Instagram likes to restrict us to, um, you can also head over to our website, asobergirlsguide.com, to the podcast page, and you can leave me a voice message. And I will then answer those questions on the podcast for you in their entirety. You know, these questions are, they're not black and white. They're not right and wrong. They're not right. They're not good. They're not bad. These are these questions and like life, 
um, are many different levels, right? There's a spectrum. There is some gray areas in there. It is not a solid yes, no kind of answer to these questions because they're different for everyone. And I want to remind you that with these ask me anything questions, I am answering from my perspective, from my experiences. And I personally do not recommend products, places, things, programs that I personally have not had a great experience with. So I'm not going to go ahead and push something that or suggest something that I don't fully love myself. That's just who I am. Um, But that is not to say that someone else may not have a different experience with that product, program, whatever it may be. Okay. Um, So let's get to our questions. Like I was saying, there is a common theme with all of these questions. And I think the common theme within summer and the summer season is connection, right? We want to be outside. We want to be doing activities. The weather is nice. It's warm out. It's everyone is outside socializing, doing really exciting things or so it looks like. Um, And connection is a huge part of that connection not only with friends family loved ones but also it's important to touch on the subject of connection with yourself first and foremost you know identifying what your needs and wants are and what your priorities are you know if you go back and listen to um, an episode that I did a sober girl's guide to starting That episode will give you all the prompts and all the hard questions because you know I like asking hard questions because what do hard questions get you? They get you the hard answers, right? And we need truth. We need a really solid dose of reality when we're trying to change ourselves, right? We can't change if we keep denying Um, or not accepting what is actually going on with us and what's going on in our environment. Uh, So I suggest if you are looking for those hard questions and you're you're up for it, you're game for it, uh, go and give A Sober Girl's Guide to Starting a Listen. It is a good one. I would say it's like a great base for um, foundation and it really, you know, puts into perspective do you even really want to be sober? You know, and and there is no right or wrong que- answer to that question. Um, again, these questions and these prompts are about finding the truth, the truth within you. And what is what is your heart saying? Not your mind, not your ego, but like listening to your heart. What does your heart need and want? Um, that being said, uh, if you kind of take that that perspective of like, okay, like, do I really want to be sober? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, let's get started with our first question then. Um, so our first question is, I'm trying to stay sober, but will be in a drinking environment. Is there any advice on how not to cave? Okay. Like I said, there are this this question is has a lot to be answered and a lot of questions actually need to be 
asked back about about this certain uh, situation. So first and foremost, is it really necessary right now to put yourself in a triggering environment? Because that's exactly what it is. Let's look at it. Let's call a spade a spade, right? If you were trying to not drink or uh, moderate or change your relationship with alcohol and drinking, whatever that may look like for you, is being in a drinking environment the best choice for you right now? And I say right now because in the beginning, in these like first couple weeks, months, um, even first year, you know, these are really hard, challenging moments because everything, every fiber in your being is going to make you want to go back to your old habits, your old patterns, because they are comfortable. Now I say they're comfortable. I don't say that they are necessarily good for you. Comfort is a funny and a tricky little thing. Just because we feel comfortable in a certain situation does not mean it is an optimal environment for us. Does not mean that that environment is going to get us what we desire. And it's really confusing because it may feel good. It may feel familiar. It may feel safe, you know, because it's comfortable. It's, it's what you're used to. It's just, just kind of like the state that you have been in for Lord knows how many years, right? And so of course it's going to feel, it's going to feel comfortable and safe. But I really urge you to lean into this and is like to ask yourself is this just comfortable is this normal because this is all I know is this is this environment actually getting me and pushing me closer and closer to my goals and how I want to feel that is a really really great way to look at it you know yes it may feel good but is it really moving the needle? Is it pushing you forward to how you want to feel or how you envision yourself and your life? Good thing to think about. So first and foremost, is this triggering environment necessary? You're going to have many, many tests along your, your road to sobriety. Is this mandatory right now? You know, like... This isn't going to be forever. You're not going to have to sit um, these social sitting settings out all the time. But if you are even have an inkling that you're going to cave or that you're going to drink, and then it, what is that going to do? That's going to trigger the whole shame spiral. You're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel ashamed. You're going to be embarrassed. You're going to feel bad about yourself because you did something, you basically, you know, abandoned yourself and what you want and what you need in your life, all to feel, again, comfortable. We're back to the old scheduled programming. So is, is this, is it really necessary? Honestly, it's just going to be another day. Is it, are you really going to miss out? Hmm. Probably not. What would it look like if you actually took care of yourself? Yes, like I said, it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel different and maybe even a little lonely. 
maybe even a little lonely, which I think is a real underlying underlying um, issue, right? People are terrified of feeling alone, and I get it. It's a scary, scary thing. But I promise you, you're not going to be alone forever. You're not. Maybe it's just this one day that you sit it out and you focus and you do something that's like really good for yourself because that one day is going to be like a brick in the wall of your self-confidence, of your self-assurance, of like getting to know yourself and how you feel about yourself. And that one brick in the wall is just going to keep stacking up and you're going to have this beautiful, amazing wall that you've always dreamed of, the wall of your dreams, right? And then you're going to show up as a different person and you're going to start attracting different people. You're going to start building and cultivating those amazing, beautiful, rich relationships that you've always dreamed of because you yourself are showing up differently. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. You're not just going with the flow. You're not just, which is so funny because everyone just wants to go with the flow. Like why? Where is the flow going? I don't get it. (laughs) Like, is there some like, I don't know, like golden treasure at the end of this quote unquote flow that I don't know about, but going with the flow um, has a lot of self-abandoning qualities to it. Um, You know, I think we all want to be relaxed and easygoing, which you can totally do, but also it's not, it's not, uh, like I said, it's not black and white. It's not this or that, right? We're looking for common ground. The best possible situation for you is this and that. I want you to have your self-respect, your self-confidence uh, intact and get what you want and have those beautiful, loving, fulfilling relationships that fill your cup and that are like so juicy and warm and that you're so fulfilled that you don't need to reach for alcohol You don't need to reach for a drink to prove anything to anyone or to be, I don't know, the life of the party or the little, I just picture the little monkey with the symbols clapping for attention and entertaining everyone. You're not, you don't have to do that in order to be loved or to be acknowledged or to not be alone. You don't need to do that shit anymore. So let's put it down. So is missing one social engagement worth that? Think about it. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. 
but sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ASGG. The second answer to this question, I know that was long-winded, <laughs> but the second answer to this question is how are you going to make sobriety your number one priority? The secret sauce to people being successful, and I, you can look at parts in your life where you have reached goals or been successful in your life um, in certain situations other than uh, changing your relationship with alcohol. But you have made that goal a priority in your life. And that is why it's become successful. Because you have put your energy, your time, your focus, um, your love, and you've made it your priority. So I have to ask you, how are you going to act if you make sobriety your priority? What actions are you going to back that up with? Maybe that is limiting your time in these triggering environments. If you, you know, you want to go, you want to be social. I understand that. Giddy up. Let's roll. Let's get this party started. But why don't we limit our time? Why don't we just go for a couple hours, see how we are if we start getting overwhelmed? Take care of yourself. Take yourself out of that situation. No one's holding a gun to your head to make you stay in these triggering situations. This is your responsibility to take care of you and give yourself what you need and want in order to make sobriety your priority. Is it bringing non-alcoholic options? So you have something in your hand, so you feel comfortable, so you don't feel like awkward and like, oh shit, what, what do I do with my hands? They keep creeping up towards my face. It's awkward. I don't know. Um, or to keep you reaching for uh, alcohol and a drink and something that you don't want to do. Look for non-alcoholic options that you enjoy and feel like a treat and feel like you're included. Um, so yeah, those are just a couple of examples of how you can make sobriety your priority. Because like I said, where you put your focus, where you put your love, where you put your attention, that is what is going to make it successful, right? And you're going to, you're going to move different. You're going to set yourself up for success differently because this is your priority. This is your baby. 
How are we going to achieve this? And you can reverse engineer that. And that is exactly what we do in our group coaching program. Our coaches will walk you through what you want. It's a very important to focus on what you want. And if you don't know what you want, guess what? We can help you figure that out. Because a lot of people know exactly what they don't want, but rarely know or take the time to focus on what they do want. And that is key, especially in sobriety. It's key to focus on what you want because I promise you there are so many possibilities and opportunities for you once you stop doing this self-sabotaging bullshit. Once you stop abandoning yourself. There's so many beautiful, incredible possibilities and opportunities out there waiting for you. They're just like, oh my God, thank God she, she's here. Let's roll. This is how life is supposed to be. I don't want you to struggle. I don't want you to go through pain and suffering. That's, you don't need to do that. You don't, you don't need to suffer in order to make changes or get through life. We need to align ourselves and focus on what we want and reverse engineer of how to get that. Uh, so that is exactly what we do in our group coaching program. Alrighty, second question. Hmm, this is a good one. Why do I have the urge to want to be, drink, to be able to drink casually? I'm jealous of people that can. I totally, totally get this. And this is exactly what I'm talking about, the comparison game. You have FOMO, the fear of missing out, which a lot of people do. You know, we look on Instagram, we see people doing fun things or living this quote unquote ideally filtered life that looks so fun and happy and great and loving. But you don't know. You don't know. You actually do not know you are just seeing a visual representation you have no idea how this feels you have no idea what is actually going on for that person and you are in the comparison game not everyone experiences alcohol the way you do or you don't experience alcohol the way other people do and that is okay it's okay it's also okay to have this FOMO and to feel jealous because it's, that is indicating that's something that you want. You know, when we see people drinking and we're not like, oh my God, like, look, how, like, no one's really like envious of like, oh, look how fast or how much that person can drink or, um, you know, what it look, what it, you know, the actual physics of drinking alcohol we're all kind of lusting after what alcohol seems to bring you, right? It seems to bring like fun. It seems to bring a little excitement here and there. It seems to bring connection. It's, it seems to make you dance better. I don't know. You know, all these, all these needs and wants that we have, which you know, for, for years have been wrapped up in this fantasy of what alcohol can bring you. 
I promise you, you can achieve all of those things. It's definitely going to be a different path that you go down to find those things because alcohol for a lot of people is like an easy button, right? They hit that button and it seems to to be a quick fix for what they want or what they think they need. Um, And usually it's very superficial. You know, the connection that they're looking for is very superficial. And I'm not saying that there aren't any fun nights when you're drinking, because I'm sure there are. Why wouldn't we, why would we continue to do that? Like we're tracing after those, those maybe one-off or two-off feelings or experiences that we've had while we were drinking. That's why we keep doing it, right? We think it's feeling, it's fixing, or it had, has in the past um, filled those needs and those voids. So of course, like, why wouldn't we try again? Why wouldn't we keep doing it? Totally get it. But it's totally okay to feel jealous. It feels different. It's really uncomfortable, um, you know, It might be a little bit harder for us to get to the place or to be that person um, sober because maybe we are a little more reserved. You know, just because you're reserved does not mean you're boring. Spoiler alert, it's totally okay to be relaxed and to not be the center of attention. You don't have to be the monkey with the symbols. It's all good. Um, But kind of reframing what fun looks like and what connection looks like and really figuring out you know how you can recreate those or how you can get those needs and wants met without alcohol it's totally doable it's just a different it's just a different process it's something that you have to learn and and it is trial and error and like i said this isn't going to happen overnight It's going to take a little bit of time. We are training our brains in a completely different way. So be gentle with yourself. This takes time. And again, I want you to know it's okay to be jealous. It's okay to compare yourself, you know, with other people. We all do it. But just try not to live there because it's just not productive. Right? Acknowledge these feelings. Acknowledge this stuff is coming in. Great but we don't need to live there. It's just not helping us. It's not serving us. It's not pushing us forward. It's not giving us maybe answers or it's not, um, like I said, it's just not productive. And it kind of feels like icky and we're coming from like a place of lack, which definitely a sobriety can feel like in the beginning. And it's our job to then retrain Again, I'd retrain our brains and to see the possibilities and opportunities that we can get from sobriety because there are tons. Promise. All right. Um, Third question. Sobriety has made me feel incredibly lonely. Any suggestions? When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. 
Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Mm. Girl, I totally feel this. I totally understand this. And it definitely feels like this at times. I'm not going to not deny that. And I think it's actually, there's something really beautiful that happens when we really acknowledge these things as opposed to shoving them down or turning them off and not giving them space to just breathe, you know, because sobriety can feel lonely. Again, it is a change. And we're changing also the dynamic of our relationships a lot of times in in sobriety. You know, um, I will tell you a story. I, when I first started getting sober, um, I, it was really shocking and really scary um, to look around at the company that I was keeping for one, um, because when I, when I stopped drinking, we had zero in common. We had nothing in common because when I stopped drinking, like I didn't tolerate certain conversations. I didn't want to be around certain like energies because it was just, it was so heavy and dark and not what I wanted in my life. And so naturally those people kind of fell away. They it was like natural selection. They just kind of f- fell off. Um, and so it felt really lonely. It felt really scary. I thought, you know, multiple times I'm like, okay, well, if they're not my friends, like, who am I going to be friends with? Like, who is going to understand me or who am I going to be able to talk to? And actually, I wasn't able to really be myself around those people because they were really judgmental and they talked a lot of shit, very gossipy, which means they definitely talk shit about me to other people. Like, yo, that is not a friend. That is not people that I want to be around. Um, so, but it still hurts, right? It's still scary. It's still, it's like this limbo of like, okay, You've let people go that you are no longer aligned with, but now it's time to, cut, to 
be alone, right? And figure out what kind of people you do want in your life and what those relationships will feel like when those people are in your life. Um, And there is a place of like limbo. There is a place of like being solo (laughs) during that. And it can be very lonely. Um, But I want to acknowledge that you will not be alone forever. That I can promise you. You are changing, you are growing, you are expanding. That means you are going to start attracting different people in your life. And you're going to have different, more incredible relationships. I will give you proof of this because when I, you know, let go of those people and allowed more room and space into my life to to have more friendships, I found, and I've talked about these friends um, on other occasions on the podcast. And when I was starting to get sober, like my, I have quote unquote friends, were totally snubbing me and making fun of me and not even like in a poking fun way, like literally putting me down and like disapproving my um desire and my my interest in non-alcoholic options like non-alcoholic wine or non-alcoholic beers and they would be like what is the point like why are you drinking that like that's so lame who the hell wants to be around that energy no one especially a person who is interested in that like that like why would you kind of like shit on something that someone is interested in that's so lame and just not cool to be around. So fast forward, letting those people go. I now have people in my life who text me pictures of non-alcoholic options, of non-alcoholic wines and really cool stuff. And they're like, hey, like, have you tried this? This looks really cool. And they're not, they're not sober themselves, but they know that I am interested in those things. And they know that that really like gets me excited and makes me really happy and they want that for me they want me to be happy they want me to to celebrate that and so like sending like how sweet is that sending me pictures or even like picking me up um cool non-alcoholic options they think that i might like or might want to try oh my god like do you see the night and day situation of of what can happen in your life. Like that is so cool and so um, like just such an amazing experience. So yes, there, there are undeniable bouts of loneliness and sobriety. But I promise if you are true to yourself and just, just you, you are just being you and you want to meet people. You will. That loneliness is not going to last forever. I promise you that. Okay. Uh, last question we got here. Oof, this is a good one. I don't want to drink, but I, I'm still feeling anxious while sober in drinking settings tips please oh girl 
The social anxiety is real. Um, and this is totally normal. This is totally natural to feel uncomfortable, out of place. And, you know, when we get sober, we learn a lot about ourselves, right? Because alcohol covers up and numbs and suppresses a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of uncomfortable feelings that maybe we just don't want to deal with right now. So it's totally natural to have these um, like anxious feelings. Maybe you have uh, a bit of social anxiety that you never really realized when you were drinking because you just blew right past it because you were wasted. <laughs> Very common. But now you are sober and you are still, you know, living it up being a sober girl in the summertime, having a good time in social situations that may include alcohol for other people, but not for you. What the hell do we do? So first of all, even acknowledging this, being in social situations, making small talk, meeting new people makes me anxious, right? It's uncomfortable. And it's really uncomfortable to do it stone cold sober. Great. That is some great intel about ourselves. That is some great information. That right there will take a really big weight off your shoulders. You don't have to be anything. You just show up as yourself. It's okay. You can be anxious. Um... For me personally, my anxiety is quite physical um, in the sense that like I get really fidgety. I will be like talk really loud or talk really fast or like just do like these little anxious quirks. Um, One thing that I really don't love about my anxiety is like it prevents me from being present. My anxiety causes me to either future trip meaning like, like um, kind of like think about the future and worry about that and not be in the present and kind of miss out on what's going on now or live in the past of like what has happened in the past and how to prevent myself from, from maybe being hurt or um, is a great defense mechanism for like preventing anything that may kind of like blindside me. Anyways, case in point, all of these things are protective mechanisms, right? If you're living in the past or if you're living in the future, you're not essentially living in the present because you are trying to protect yourself, right? You're using intel from the past or experiences from the past, which may not be true in the present, but you don't know that because you actually aren't in the present. You are not here right now. So something that I found really, really worked for me and allowed me to calm my mind and actually breathe and let my shoulders relax and be able to be in the present and focus. And that means be available for relationships and people in my life and show up as my best self. Um, was a little herb called ashwagandha. Um, Ashwagandha is fantastic. It really helps you regulate your nervous system. Again, like I said, it allows you to breathe a little deeper. It allows for that mental 
clarity and allows you to focus without feeling like groggy or sleepy or anything like that. That's that's not what ashwagandha does. It actually really helps with physical um, anxiety, like the physical uh, aspects that come along with anxiety. And they really helps to chill you out, calm you down, to, again, help you regulate your nervous system and be here, be now. And so I'm not one to gatekeep. I was using ashwagandha root and I really loved it. I love it and I continue to use it um, because I get really great results from it. I was on antidepressants and an anti-anxiety medication and just horrible, horrible side effects. I am have quite a sensitive system. And so drugs like that, like um, anti-anxiety medication, just doesn't mix well with me. It actually makes me more anxious and makes me really paranoid for some reason. So I just never got good results with with those kind of things. And I've always been a natural kind of girl and looking for, you know, mixing, you know, ancient herbs with, of course, the mental and the heart work that needs to be done. And um, in order to help you calm yourself down and, and to regulate your nervous system and essentially chill out your anxiety. Um, so I created Vibe Gummies, and our Chill Vibe Gummies um, is ashwagandha-based, and they also have a blend of other calming herbs, which are fantastic, like we got some L-theanine, lemon balm, chamomile flower, uh, some GABA, and of course the all-star ashwagandha root, which I just love and in a gummy form so it's fun they taste delicious and you don't have to take like a pill because i will always always remember to forget taking my pills (laughs) i will always forget pills because they're just not enjoyable for me it's just not something that i want to be doing gummies on the other hand they're delish and they work they just feel good so those are something that, that really works for me. First of all, acknowledge your anxiety. Acknowledge what's happening. And it's okay. Like, I'm just trying to protect myself. I might be a little scared. You know, I'm, I'm the fear of what could, would, should. I don't know what would happen. You're just trying to protect yourself. It's a defense mechanism. And it's okay. But for physical anxiety, I would strongly suggest trying out our Vibe Gummies because they are awesome. And I'm not one to gatekeep those. Um, So you can find those at vibegummies.com. So that concludes our Sober Girl Summer. Like I said, we are all about connection. We are trying to connect in the beautiful summer sun and these summer days. And I hope those tips and tricks helped you to navigate your Sober Girl Summer. Um, As always, you can check us out at asobergirlsguide.com where we got the Sober Girl Social Club. If you need accountability, if you need support from like-minded other sober curious sober girls, they got you covered. And 
our support circles are led by our fantastic certified coaches. So they are there for you. You can lean on them, ask them questions. They got your back. Um, As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave your feedback about the podcast. And like I said before, sharing is caring. If this episode or other episodes from our podcast have resonated with you and you think a friend or a loved one could use a little pick-me-up, please make sure to share the episode of the podcast with them. You can find us at A Sober Girl's Guide on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, head to asobergirlsguide.com because girl, we got your back no matter what stage of your booze-free journey. We got you. Head to asobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.